0: Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently the medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. <laughs> Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCanvaSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Overcast, Radio Republic, colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friend Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. Um, so for today's episode, we're going to continue that series that we've been doing throughout this month of October. Um, we're in the final stretch. Um, I, I feel like I'm your teacher preparing you for to take your bar exam or whatever and I'm, I'm i'm giving you last minute material and i'm cramming so you can pass the bar and become a lawyer so i'm I, as your leader i have to i have to send you off prepared um and have to make sure that you're prepared so you can pass and that you're ready for what the future holds and um, that includes talking to our family members that includes talking to friends coworkers, whatever and making the best possible case as to why they need a vote, yes, on legalization, um, as always I'm your host Dan Scotland, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, Heartland of America. It can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, tune in radio, iHeartRadio, Google Play Store, and other platforms like it All right, so th- I'm going to read this article from marijuana moment um And, um, the article, let's, let's go back. Here with me one sec. All right. There we go. All right. Um, so White House anti-marijuana official admits youth use has fallen since legalization. So this whole, if we legalize, more children are going to have access is a... It's a myth. It's it's BS. And even the White House is admitting it. So let's do this. Written by Ben Alden. I believe he wrote for Leafly previously. Marijuana movement. White House anti marijuana official admits youth use has fallen since legalization. Speaking to a group of lawmakers this week, an official from the White House Anti-Drug Office acknowledged in Colorado and other states that have legalized marijuana for adults, consumption of cannabis by teens has fallen, contrary to fears expressed by prohibitionists. Quote, for some reason, the use rate among this age bracket continues to go down, says, says Dale Qu- Quigley deputy coordinator for the national marijuana initiative a project for of the high intensity drug trafficking area program we are not a hundred percent and we are not a hundred percent sure why it's going down it's a good thing it's going down and we don't understand why let me i'm gonna raise my hand and take a guess here um when you make it legal for all adults over the age of 21 and you make it so the dispensaries are encouraged and and the people over 21 are going to the dispensaries and they're selling it at prices people can afford less people are going to a street dealer who with most street dealers they don't check for id they just sell it to the person um, if they have the cash um so they can sell it to someone's 18 19 20 um, and they're not going to id but when when there are a lot of stores, and the stores are selling at prices that are competitive, the black market dealers get run out of business, and the only people selling it are the legal dispensaries, which check at least twice before before you purchase your stuff. You get checked at the door, and then when you make the purchase, they check your ID. You know, it's like alcohol, I would say even more stringent than alcohol. So with less black market dealers, that's less underage people that are buying from dealers. That's my guess. Quigley's comment came during a wide-ranging presentation on the impacts of cannabis legalization in a committee of North Dakota lawmakers on Wednesday. The panel is currently engaged in an interim study of the issue while the legislature is out of session and will issue a report later this year with the goal of making lawmakers better prepared to consider legalization within the new session when the new session begins next year on the subject of teen use quigley who resides in colorado and has been a law enforcement officer since 1979 told the committee that while he can't explain the drop of youth use in his state It matches the trend seen nationally. Then there's the graph right there. I'm looking at the state of Colorado for 12- to 17-year-old current use, and we have seen a... We had a spike in 14, but overall use rates in Colorado have been declining, he said, and that matches what we have been seeing in other states and also the trend we're seeing nationally. Data with the presentation came from the U.S. Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Organization, Sam Hassa, who conducts annual surveys on drug use it defines current use as within the past 30 days Quigley's Union the National marijuana initiative strives to dispel the misconceptions that marijuana of marijuana and raise awareness of issues surrounding the drug its website the group is funded by let me look at that hi D.T.A. program, which was established under the White House Office of Drug Control Policy after Congress's passage of the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1988, the Marijuana Initiative in- provides speakers of cannabis issues on can provides speakers on cannabis issues for law for policymakers and other groups with presentations that range from 60 minutes to eight hours. Wow! While Colorado and other states have passed laws. Designed to allow adults legal access to marijuana, a persistent worry among sceptics and anti-drug advocates is that legalization's potential impact on youth youth rates. Despite his acknowledgement that teen use rates appear to have fallen in Colorado and other states since legalization, Quigley bookended those statements with anecdotal and sometimes contradictory claims of youth and marijuana. After noting that legal cannabis sales are bringing Colorado 800000 in tax revenue per day and earmarking $40 million a year for school improvements, for example, Quigley shared a story of an unidentified Colorado school in- superintendent. What's interesting is that the superintendent at one of these lar- largest school districts in Colorado said that the only thing that... Legalizing marijuana has done to the school district is to bring more marijuana into the school district, he claimed. Later, after noting that we're not 100% sure why it's going down, quickly explained the dynamics behind the con- con- conventional wisdom for why youth use rates should be instead rising. What we see with the kids, according to data from Sam Hassa, is the perception of harm in marijuana has been consistently going down over the course of time they don't see it as being risky or dangerous to consume when risk and harm go down availability goes up and so does rates excuse me it's not entirely clear from what the chart identified in Quigley's presentation whether the perception of marijuana's harm among youth has indeed consistently gone down over the course of time. As he said, the numbers vary from year to year. None of, of the included information identifies or indicates the trend statistically significant. Data from older age groups, however, show much more obvious downward trends. Okay, and that's the chart. Quigley's best explanation for the downward trend in teen cannabis use was that children are scared of potent products and vaping. Despite his later argument that children are increasingly unconcerned with marijuana hazards. We're not entirely sure, he said. We're hearing anecdotal stories about kids that are afraid of the potency levels, you know, teens that have had adverse reactions to vaping and concentrates. Other studies have looked into teen use rates after legalization and found similar declines or at least no evidence of an increase. An October 2019 study using data from Washington State explained the dips in teen cannabis consumption in that state and resulting in either from increased regulation compared to a listed market or simply loss of novelty appear amongst youth. Youth. A study earlier this year published in JAMA Pediatrics also found modest declines in youth marijuana use but did not reach a conclusion as to what caused those reductions. Quigley's remarks about usage rates in North Dakota to North Dakota lawmakers began approximately 9:22 a.m. marker into the archive video of Wednesday's Judiciary Committee hearing and slides from the accompanying presentation can also be viewed in the state legislature legislature website. The committee is expected to issue a report on marijuana legalization sometime this fall, likely in November. Meanwhile, two separate efforts to legalize cannabis for North Dakota adults didn't gain enough traction in the 2020 ballot. But organizers say they'll refocus their efforts in 2022. A proposed initiative from Legalize ND was delayed after the coronavirus pandemic hampered signature gathering efforts. A second group announced this week that it had failed to get a significant number of signatures to qualify the measure for the November ballot. End of article. Um, So even when you lose, you still win sometimes. Um, in the very beginning of this podcast, I want to say in 2018 when we had just started, North Dakota put adult use on the ballot. Um, I believe it was just a growing and a possessing law, and they put zero limits on how much you can grow, and, it, and that ballot measure failed um, tremendously. It, it couldn't even scrape together 40%. But what ended up happening soon after that, that initiative failed is that the state... This, the lawmakers went and, and decriminalized cannabis in North Dakota so even though that adult use measure failed um, the North Dakotans established that there's much more demand for the plant than people thought and um, there's much more of an appetite for reform than people thought and now they're a constituency that the lawmakers are have to actually um, legislate for and take their considerations into account and now we're seeing that and north dakota is going to get back on the horse and try again when in in 2022 or when this when covid um subsides and they can collect signatures again so you gotta you gotta just keep moving with this you gotta keep it moving um Again, California, they have legal cannabis, but again, it it failed in 2010. It did not pass in 2010. They had it on the ballot. It failed in 2010. Six years later, it passed. Colorado, it had they had adult use on the ballot. I think in the 2000s, it failed. It got I think it got over 40 percent. It was really really close at that time, but it took until 2012 for them to finally pass it. So. Even when you lose, sometimes you still win, and even even when you know it, your your measure fails, you can just learn from it and 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 pick up and try again, like like we've been seeing throughout the country. But case in point, making it legal for all adults over twenty one makes it so the stores are the only place selling it, and not the black market which the black market doesn't idea and the stores are required to by law. So I mean I mean it kind of it kind of explains itself there, you know. But this whole myth that you're going to legalize and a bunch more children are going to have access it just hasn't proven to be true. As always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as Google Play Store, iTunes, Radio Public, Stitcher. TuneIn, iHeartRadio, other platforms like it. Follow me on Instagram at IamCambraSativa on Twitter at ICSativaPod. And if you like this video, like, share, and subscribe. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to h